Parsha's Miketz is the dream Parsha. Parah has a dream and he gathers all of his professional dream interpreters across the land in an attempt to solve this mysterious dream. However, the Pasik says, None of the so-called experts are able to interpret his dream. They all give him different versions on how to decipher his dream, but Paro isn't satisfied. He then summons Yosef from prison to interpret his dream. And Paro is so fascinated and so impressed with Yosef's interpretation, he turns to his cabinet members and says, Have you ever met such an amazing person? This man has the Spirit of God within him. And he tells Yosef, There's no one as, as understanding and as wise like you. And then he goes on and he appoints Yosef as the Viceroy of Mitzrayim. As the Beis Yisrael. Why was Paris so blown away with Yosef's version of his dream? The other pundits gave similar interpretations to his. So where in Yosef's interpretation did he see so much intellect? And why was he so impressed with him to make him the vice president of Mitzrayim? So the Ger Rebbe says something very profound. Paro wasn't impressed with what Yosef said. He was impressed with what he didn't say. Every other so-called Egyptian dream interpretation expert, when called upon, immediately had an explanation and interpretation for Paro's strange dream. However, when Paro presented Yosef with a dream, the first word out of his mouth was, Baladai, I don't know. Dream interpretation, that's handled by Hashem. When Paro heard that, he was so amazed, he was thinking, I finally found someone that doesn't think he knows everything. So it wasn't Yosef's actual dream interpretation that impressed Paro. It's what he said immediately after Paro asked him to interpret the dream. Baladai. We can never be sure of anything. The only thing that is a certainty is a lakimiana. Hashem answers everyone's call. Yosef had experienced enough in his life to know that it's all orchestrated by Hashem. Yosef continues to demonstrate the same principle later on in the Parsha when he ascends to great heights and becomes second in command in Mitzrayim. He goes on and he marries and he has his first son. And he names him Menashe. And he says, Kineshani Amali Avi. Hashem has made me forget all my hardships and my father's entire household. So on the surface, it's hard to understand Yosef's intent of giving this name. Yosef Atzadik, this righteous individual who, when the wife of Patifar tries to seduce him, and he triumphed only because he drew strength from the image of his father, is now saying he has forgotten them all? And he's grateful for it? How is it possible to be so insensitive? How is it possible that Yosef, who was so close to his father, who grew up as his Ben Zakinim, could possibly rise to greatness and not only forget about his family, but actually name his oldest son Menashe, I have forgotten my whole family? How do we understand that? So the Sefer Akedah suggests that Yosef doesn't mean to say, I've literally forgotten them. What he meant to say was, I've chosen to forget. I've chosen to forget the animosity and the conflict and the enmity. I've chosen to forget the fact that I was abandoned by my family, thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, and all the difficulties that I endured. So by giving the name Menashe, Yosef was saying, I will look back on my childhood and I'll choose to remember only the love and the affection and the good times that I enjoyed. 
as I understand that all the hardships and the torment that I experienced was orchestrated all from Hashem. Perhaps we find this idea in Hilchas Chanukah. When we say Birchas Hamazan during Chanukah, we include the tefillah of Allah Nisim. What if someone forgot to say Allah Nisim? The lacha is, he does not have to repeat benching. However, if he remembers that he forgot to say Allah Nisim before he completes benching, he can make it up by saying a special harachman. The nusach of that harachman is a very powerful tefillah. Harachman hiyasa lanu nisim. Hashem, please do miracles for us. Kamoi shesisa lavaseinu beyomemahem, just like you did for our ancestors in the past. And the mafarshim will ask, how can we say such a tefillah? We have a principle: ain't somechin alanes. We are not supposed to ask Hashem for, to perform miracles for us. So I saw a beautiful idea from the Shoyla Meishev. He says something incredible. He says Hanukkah has different rules. During the rest of the year, when Hashem runs the world naturally, we are not supposed to ask Hashem to reverse the laws of nature. We ask Him to help us in the standard, natural way the world operates. However, during the days of Hanukkah, the world operates on a system above nature. Since that is the norm during these days, we are allowed to ask Hashem even for open miracles. What a beautiful idea. But the question remains... Why is it only when someone forgets to say Alanisim that we ask for open miracles in this special Rachman? When one recites the standard text of Alanisim, there's no mention of asking for miracles. So what about the person that didn't forget to say Alanisim? He doesn't get miracles performed for him? So I saw an unbelievable answer. When someone says Birchas HaMazim properly, it is unnecessary for him to ask Hashem for miracles. He will receive them automatically. It is only when one forgets, then he has to take the additional step and ask for miracles. When we have faith to say Baladai, like Yosef HaTzadik said, and understand that we are not in control and we say Lekimiana, then Hashem will perform miracles for us even without us asking for them. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.